Hi guys, welcome back to the IST CrossFit podcast. Uh, this week you get to hear me uh, to start the podcast. This is Alex. We're going to be talking to Brendan Willis about his experience at Wadapalooza. Uh, he was on a team of three, Cobra Kai. Uh, and we're going to go over a few different things, the experience with traveling, uh, checking in, all of the things we might not think about, and also the things we do think about, like the events, uh, how they felt, how they went, if you liked them, uh, and kind of the setup. So we'll kind of start it as like a, a timeline, traveling. How did that go? All right. Uh, traveling was, was good, actually. Um, left here Wednesday morning, pretty, pretty basic. I think the one big thing is just trying to eat on those days in the airport and stuff. And so kept fuel well enough. I got there at about 3 p.m., caught an Uber with uh, a guy I knew down there, Gunner, who was staying in our room, and then got to the hotel, saw the guys. And then we uh, met up for the brief. We had to do a kind of like, or we had to check in and get to the hotel because we had to size our jump ropes. So we have the Zeus ropes, the heavy ones, and we had to, everyone had different sizes. And that was actually not fun because there was tons of people and there wasn't that many jump ropes and everyone was jump roping all over the place and almost hitting each other with three pound ropes. So that wasn't awesome, but the brief area was, or the uh, check-in area was okay and got in and out but yeah almost got hit by a couple jump ropes there did all the teams have jump ropes or just the elites it was just the elites so that was at least good so how many teams were there there were 40 <clears throat> teams in each division or 35 teams in each division so 70 times 3 210 plus 30 elite <laughs> athletes on each one so about 270 people jumping rope in and out right by the starbucks there and everyone wanted starbucks so there was like two huge lines so it was kind of kind of wild but yeah, we checked in and then, uh, that night, uh, went to the whole foods co-op. If you guys have ever been to whole foods, um, there's lots of cool stuff, but when it's close to a CrossFit kind of fitness festival and convention with thousands of people, it creates chaos. So it was about a 40 minute wait in line uh, at the whole foods. Co-op. It's kind of always like that, right? Like yeah. Every time you've been to one, it, it was over the top. So, but at least it was good food and the, the bill was about 30 bucks for Nice. to nice. eat for dinner do you feel like the food. travel affected how you felt physically in any way no 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 used to that by now kind of expected that uh we we were competing thursday afternoon so um but i felt like i was ready and warm i went and sweated a little bit at a local gym on wednesday night but um and they were it, that was chaos too <laughs> i'm sure it was packed it was packed, got in there. They're like, yeah, go see the guy at the back. And there's like five people checking in, like paying to be there. There's equipment everywhere. They're doing a 30 round workout. Their class, quote unquote class is doing a 30 round workout. While everyone there is doing open gym, 30 round workout was five wall ball, three handstand pushups, one power clean. How loud was it? Music. So loud. <laughs> yeah. But it was good. I mean, it was fine. So yeah, sweated. Ate at Whole Foods, went back, chilled, hung out, watched hockey in that in the room. So, all right, so that's that's the travel and check-in process. Did they have to write numbers on you or anything like that? Too? We got tattoos. My tattoo kind of is still there that you can't see there, but yeah, some people t- t- tattoos wore off and stuff like that. Uh, so you're on a team. Who who's on your team? Uh, teammates were Andrew Hiller. He's from Chicago suburb. And then Scott Cottrell's from Columbus. Guys I've competed against. Andrew I met in 2016 at regionals. Scott, 2017, I think, was at regionals. But I met him through some other competitions. So 
Um, Team-wise, we had really good, I think, motors and good engine, but we just were lacking strength and power output. And that's what a lot of the competition was. So that's foreshadowing for how it went. Kittrell's been first in the world. Scott won the 2017 burpee box jump dumbbell snatch, which a lot of you guys did last year. There was a repeat. So that was 50 dumbbell snatch, 15 burpee box jump, then 40, 15, all the way down. Um, He was the best in the world. And then Hiller can do 30 unbroken muscle-ups. And then Andrew's done 30 unbroken (laughs) muscle-ups. He said 35. Um, He's done 75 toe-to-bar in a row, so he's really good at those. And he did 200 muscle-ups for time. He did 200 muscle-ups for time. Or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he does funny stuff. Those are my my teammates. That could be a a hero workout. Um, 200 muscle-ups for time. It was cool spending time with Scott because he had uh, Norma Tech boots. That's nice. So I put myself in the Norma Tech boots. Is that your first time... I've what are they like? What are they feel? What are they well, feel they just like? blow up and they pump. They're they're just oh, they're so just pumping some... back and forth, constricting. So you're getting some blood that's flow in nice, there. That's a nice tool to have. Like it was uh, during I mean, your downtime between events. Like, so that's what we do in the room. And, yeah, they come back. You want to use the norm, and then they pumped me up a little bit too much. The eight out of ten, and I felt <laughs> like I was gonna. I had to pump it down. But do you elevate your feet for that? Or you can't I just kept them on a bed. Okay. Did I think that they worked? No. Um, oh, so don't so don't go buy them. Don't. Go. <laughs> but those guys swear by Gunner and and Gunner was an individual RX competitor staying with me. He's from the cities. Former hockey player, great guy too. Been to our gym. Um, been to our gym, oh, nice. and uh, he swears by them. I don't know if they worked for me, but so yeah. Uh, had you guys worked out before this together? No, ever. No. Just seen, That's my answer. Just Scott, seen each other. Scott and I went on Wednesday, did synchro pull-ups, some synchro bag work, and that's it. And to be honest, that was kind of cost us on a couple of the sandbag workouts, just kind of knowing each other's body, who moves well. That was kind of a, a detriment. Really but a lot of other teams were in the same boat and just picked it up, maybe a little better than us. So I was just going to um, ask, like, did you get a vibe for, was that commonplace for the other teams there? Well, in the warm-up like, area, like, so even, <laughs> even like Rich's teams in the warm-up area, and they're struggling with the worm as a team of three. Like, I know Sam Dancer's team, they were in there and they missed it a couple times. Like, so looking at that, I'm like, all right, we're getting a good spot because we're just popping it over our heads and it's easy. And then you blow up a little bit. Oh, it's out on the floor. Um, music's incredibly loud. People are yelling and you just, it's hard to control so that's i mean if you've never done a team competition that's under that's underrated like people don't expect that they get out there and you can't communicate like that's if you, so if you, big if you talk in the warm-up area like you probably can't speak at the same level when you're out there and so on the worm everyone's facing the same direction so you have one person dictating pace and yelling and then you can't quite hear them maybe and then that's off and then maybe the, the worm if you guys watched the front half is that, or the front bit's heaviest. It's 100 pounds. I think it's 80 to 85 in the middle, and then like 90 in the back. Did not know that. So that's why Gotch got crushed at Granite Games. Because oh. it was more weight <laughs> <laughs> in the front. So we practiced only in the in our, in the Andrew, me, and Scott order, and that kind of messed us up on event two. So, gotcha. Well, yeah, let's dive into the events then. Event one, what was it? Event one, uh... So you had four different intervals, three different intervals. You work for five minutes, you rest for one, and you switch the order which each athlete started at. So every athlete had to do 100 double unders with the extremely heavy Zeus rope, which is, if you guys have been to the gym, it's the heavy one with the heavy handles and heavy um, 
cable. It's about three pounds, I think. And then you had to do 30 sit-ups on the GHD machine. And then once you're done those, you can move and start flipping this odd sled. Um, and the sled was 620 pounds. So that was a pretty tough movement, especially getting it to your knee and having to prop it up to your chest and then push it overhead. And you could use different techniques. Um, and I think for us, we did okay. Andrew moved it well, but Scott and I, a little bit weaker of athletes. It was a little tougher for us. Um, I was proud that I could get it up seven, six, seven, eight times and flip it. But other teams are too fast. They're doing it 15 times each. And that, that cost us. Would you say it feels like a deadlift or like a clean? I'd say more like a clean. The deadlift's pretty simple. You just get it to your thigh and then you're kind of in a split stance and you have to clean it up to your chest. I was thinking about getting it to like my nipples and then pushing it. But even if you slipped, like the, my floor on our lane one had some slippy or some wetness. Oh. and dampness because like seeping through the mats hmm. and so i'd go for the clean and my back foot would slip out of me and that cost me when i was fresh one rep uh but yeah i don't know people seem to handle it pretty well i think it's a fun tool it was actually something different i think it's built well uh, I'm trying to convince chris to get a couple for the gym so yeah we should get at least two where do we yeah. store those in the office, probably right in the middle here. <laughs> right. But but right they were the cool. And the, war, the the scary thing was the warm up area. People are flipping these things. Oh yeah. They take up a big footprint, and no one's watching what they're doing. People are almost getting crumbled by it. You can't see behind it once you pick it up. Yeah. So like it's <laughs> up to its top, and you throw it down, and people aren't watching. Like people are almost getting hit. So it's taller than you. Yeah, a little it's bit taller. Probably yeah. six foot six. No, I think it was probably six foot. Okay. So it wasn't terrible that way, uh, and we were the only division to use it. Um, and I watched the individuals go before and the teams and the girls. And I think the issue with the lanes is you can get it up unevenly and it can kind of topple into another lane. Luckily that didn't happen to us. Some people almost got their calves blown up from it, but yeah, that was a cool implement. And kind of, yeah, a tire flip would probably be the only thing you could find similar to that around here. It'd yeah. have to be a really heavy tire. You have to a really heavy tire. I mean, the warm up area, we only went up to 540 pounds or 560. So you add an extra 60 pounds on the floor, that makes a big difference. And so you do the jump rope and the... Yeah. You know. I like, I adapted well to it when it was the light sled. It took, I just did a lot more reps than other people and I was feeling good, but the extra 60 pounds just, and the accumulation of the jump rope and the, yeah. the sit-ups. But it was an interesting workout. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Three people have to, or three people have to go and you need to get through the jump ropes and GHD sit-ups in five minutes. So the third person that went on each round, they were already in a deficit. And a lot of times they didn't have any time to get to the sled. So what teams were doing is their third person wasn't even going. You didn't have to do anything. No, because it didn't make sense to just do that. Oh, so, so extra rest. So right? It's, it's just like extra what's rest. What's interesting is the announcer said that they had to complete it. They changed that, which that's kind of the theme of the weekend. They, they changed a lot of things. So by the men's heat, you didn't have a minimum work requirement. Okay. So you could just sit out. So if we were a team of three, Joe, Alex, myself, and I was athlete one, I start. Once I'm done my jump ropes, athlete two, Alex starts his jump ropes while I'm sitting up. And then athlete three would be Joe. He's, gonna, he's not going to have any time to get to the sled, really. So if anything, rests. he gets one. So he just rests and is fresh for the next round. He just rests for five you, minutes. Uh, yeah. yeah, did you say they, they switched the order, too? So yeah, like, so, it, so like, say I was going to go first next set, it wouldn't make sense for me to just rest. So I'm like yeah. super fresh. Super like, fresh. Just try to rush through it as fast mm -hmm. as I can. 
Yeah, so you have okay. your strongest yeah, athlete good. as athlete one. Did you guys do that strategy? I was second strongest, so maybe. I was second strongest, <laughs> so I went athlete two, and then Scott was athlete three. But right? did Scott sit out the first round then? He didn't. Okay. And so I saw, he didn't get I saw any flips. Did. Yeah. So if he would have, that would have been more fresh for our second round. And then Andrew, who worked the hardest on that, rested second round and then had a lot of in the tank in the last one. So that was good. Okay. That's smart. Yeah. So that's all that went. There's more strategy to things. You have to think about workouts. And the big thing is watching the heats before you, right? So if you're someone that's wanting to compete, right? We've got competitions coming up, like something like game day, like watch the heats in front of you to see how the strategy works. Because not always, it's not always how you think, right? That was completely different. Than maybe I thought so. Uh, soreness, anything after that? Felt fine? Calves. Calves. My chest. Back's fine. Ruined a shirt. Yeah. Back was fine the whole time on the flip sled, actually. It was, unless it crushes you back like this, oh, it was pretty fine. <laughs> so, uh, so then what? You had four or something hours off until the next event? Four hours. So, yeah, you get your stuff. Um, fuel wise, I usually just had Gatorades on me, lots of them. Drink Gatorade, have some Skittles or like trail mix, go back up to the room, sit there for two hours. Caffeine? Watch hockey. Uh, I didn't have much caffeine. Just probably 200 mil or 150 milligrams a day, and that was usually just in the morning. Yeah. So I don't like having it right before an event. I think uh, because one thing that's really tough that maybe we'll talk about is you get called, so they stage you, and then from your last warm up rep to when you actually go is over half an hour. Oh. So imagine taking your pre workout and you're sitting there jittery, having to pee, poop, whatever for that long. It's not a good feeling. So. And that makes sense with like when you go out to the heavy barbell and some of the really strong guys, like watching Anthony, yeah. Anthony Davis go out. Yeah. He's been sitting there for 30 minutes and this guy can clean and jerk for 15 and he just almost got crushed. Yeah. Because he's not warm. That's yeah. So that, that's a really big thing to like think about training. Like, you know, if a good, a good thing for Joe, like doing workouts cold, sitting there for half an hour, warming yeah. up and not doing anything, then go. Because not everything's like it is in the gym here where we're, we're warm five minutes and then we're going. Lots of times you have such a long like hiatus in between, That's very which true. sucks and is really hard as you, and you guys have done that. That's so the I, longest and, wait time that you've had. Holy man, right? yeah. The, the last event on the last day, there was 40 minutes. <clears throat> like at regionals, what, what do you, what's your wait Regionals is less time, less people though. Regionals is Far less. As male, yeah, female, and teams. The larger, the larger the event, the more that the wait time definitely gets exactly grand games felt like 15 at most but you see grand games had a lot of people it's just they the schedule was great yeah, it was perfect the a f- lot of different venues too like out in the field there's they're rotating they got yeah. so many people going at the same time in different areas on campus and what, so, what a pluto was the same thing though that's what was like it was just so much time i couldn't believe it like but i don't know yeah, no one was really, hurt it's not like really there was waiting anyway, yeah. So, yeah so what was the because you guys did two events a day, yep. right? So what was the second one of that Second day? event was, oh, what was it again? Oh, it was the disaster event. I won't really talk about that that much. It was uh, 21, or no, 30, 20, 10, worm thrusters. So you, as a, as a team, you do a squat to press over your head, like a thruster, but without locking your arms with the worm, uh, which weighed a little bit like 300 pounds, probably. Uh, and then you did 30 synchronized chest to bars. All three people have to go. And then you do 30 calories on the bike and you can't get off the bike until your last person's there. So that one was just tough synchronization. Our judge, I hate to like 
it just sucks having to like say the judge messed up. But I think squats might have been borderline. I'm not sure. That's really hard to judge. It's too. really hard to You're judge. Three people squat at once. Right. And Andrew said so. Andrew had shorts with lines on it, like the blue savage ones, like this. Can't wear those. Where are they? Oh, I brought them home. So you can see the line. Yeah. Like oh, that's parallel or not versus a black short, which is harder. And he thinks that that was a big reason. And like I squat deeper and Scott squats deeper. So we were out of sync and she was just like, we started the workout, we run to the worm, um, which we started the workout by the way. And the lane beside us didn't have a worm or a bike. <laughs> so it was chaos. And then just said, go. And we were not even ready, but, um, we started with four to five no reps, which is really hard. Uh, imagine here you're starting and you're doing like five power cleans to start and you just get no rep, no rep, good, no rep, no rep. Like it's just hard mentally. We just never really caught sync. We did them all unbroken. It was 42 reps for, because we got for 12 reps. We said 30. So that's that sucks. So much more. That's taxing. exhausting. So then we get to chest bar. Our goal was unbroken and it was a quick 12, 10, 8. We felt okay. That was fine. Get back to the bike. We just didn't have juice there. Uh, but we were still in the hunt. We get back to the bag for the set of 20. First rep, no rep. That was the doom. That was doom. We were doomed after that. <laughs> And that was the communication part, right? You know, if Scott and I, maybe, or Andrew, if we had ch changed our order, maybe it would have been better. But it is what it is. Every, again, every other team had to deal with the same stuff. And that's fine. I, I think the takeaway for you guys listening, if you're going to compete, like, don't put it in the judge's hands. Maybe if you're borderline squatter, squat deeper, talk to them before, but, and just plan on having no reps. And don't get frustrated because we did a good job. I think we were respectful. We weren't yelling at her. It was just frustrating. Yeah. And like the worst part of it was we had a rep. It was our 20th rep on the round of 20 and we all just got crumpled in the last one. So we were like laying, Scott was like laying under the worm. Like. So you went down and didn't come back. And then we, everyone was cheering us at the end. So no one I, in class, we say, don't put your stuff away. Kind of at least be respectful. We were the, the team that was last. Noah Olson's like, come on guys. And you're just not happy. But we weren't even on the last round. They thought we were on the last round. We still had the round of 10 to go. So that's what it was. Ugh. But learning experience, just got to be a little bit more practice, kind of expect the unexpected and just. That's where teams who have a worm and have practiced together have a really big advantage. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I hate to say judging, but all the yeah. judging isn't streamlined. Like some no. judge might just like the reps or they're scared because they don't want to like no rep Chandler Smith. Famous people. Or Rich. Yeah. Like, and it's we, just, it's true. It's always been the issue with competitive they should, CrossFit. They should call you up next year, Chris. No. <laughs> you are the top judge. You don't care who it this is. This is the issue. You'd have to have 30 Chris's yeah. to make yeah. it fair. And you can't do that. And so, and that's just part of competition. I could I be think, head no judge. Man. You could you be would. head judge. Yeah, I could oversee the other judges. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'd do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that. Okay. So that's event two. It was just, that was probably the lowest moment I've been competitively after the event. It was just sad. I was like, oh, this We've been, I've been to well, the top, the I've been too. to the top, it's the first day, I've been to the, really close to the top individual and as team, and like, that's just not where we wanted to be, so. Yeah. But we sucked it up, um, that night got some Chipotle, and uh, we had a good one coming up the day after, so. How was sleeping? Uh, I had to sleep with Gunner and a twin bed. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently pulled all the blankets off, um, I was snoring, he was elbowing me. It was tough to get sleep, but we didn't, the, the issue was we didn't have to wake up until we didn't go until like 
noon or one the next day. So we watch hockey highlights until midnight, went to bed. I always got eight hours. Just the sleep schedule was a little bit off. Um, and it was probably way more off for Gunner because I was snoring. So, but he was a good sport, good guy on it. So, all right, day two. Day two, yeah, just wake up, breakfast on that. There was a Starbucks in the hotel. Um, so, got down there, just like an egg McMuffin, had bananas in the room, a Gatorade protein shake. That was my breakfast. Had snacks with me throughout the day, got stuff from the vendor village if I needed to, which there was like 80 vendors. Anything you've heard of was there except for Fit Aid. Um, Did you guys get discounts as competitors? They had a cool thing. So you had your app. I'll bring it up. So you had the Wadapalooza app, and they had like an athlete swag button, and they all had discounts or free stuff you could go to if you wanted to. Um, But yeah, NoCo was a good, I like them. They were a good beverage there. But so yeah, woke up. That's kind of like a Fit Aid, right? Same idea? No caffeine. It's like branch chain amino acid type marketing. Does but it, it taste good? It, it just tastes good. Oh, I had green apple. Okay. That's why I like it. It's carbonated. It tastes gotcha. good. Okay. The other drink was Yerbe or something. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. No. That's like the new Fit Aid type stuff, but it tastes like LaCroix. So I just hated it. Um, <laughs> put it away right away. Or threw it gotcha. out, I guess. And then they had like... They're not sponsored. They had like podcast. bagged water there that was promoting to have that there's more hydrogen in it. Bagged, bagged water. Bagged water. And they're giving oh it away. Because you can't put it in cans. Was it right next to the bagged know. milk? It was right next to the, uh, actually, milk and, bags. <laughs> yeah, milk bags. Uh, they had like, and Andrew said it best, Andrew Hiller, teammate. They had like canisters of sodium spray that you could spray in your mouth, but it looked like an Axe body spray and you just sprayed it in your mouth. They had so many gimmicky things there. That's funny. Um, but not surprising though. Not surprising. Um, so day three was the barbell complex. That was the first one. And just going in, we knew we were a weaker team with the bar. That was fine. I think that made it kind of fun. Um, it was the, the bars actually are, are stubby and short. If you've been in the gym here, they're very close to the length of the blue six pound the junior kid, bars, kids bars. Or, those, short. or those 22 pound bars we have. I would say similar to the 22 pound bars. So there's no whip on the bar. So when you jerk, it, it just feels different. It's very stiff for everyone. But I can be honest, my cleans and my front squats didn't feel any different. I was really happy with how I performed there. Andrew did all the shoulder overheads. Thankful for that because it was a really bad jerk day. It needs to be better. Uh, and then I hit the 295 hand clean once. Just missed a second one. So I was happy with that. And the, the lightest weight was 275. Yeah. So it's a heavy event. Yeah. yeah. So it was nine reps, of, <clears throat> nine reps of hand clean, nine reps of front squat, nine reps of shoulder overhead at 275. Then it was six of each at 295 and then three of each at 315. If Teams you, were flying through it. If you could put a, I don't know, it's it might be hard to quantify, but it's like if the bar is 275 and it's on a short bar, it feels like X or like, yeah, great could you, yeah. like, I'd say, for I'd people, say 10 to 15 pounds. Okay. Right? Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, that's yeah. important for people to understand too. It's like, so you brought up really, really strong guys looked kind of bad in that event. Like the jerk, especially I thought. <laughs> yeah. It looked yeah. really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like the, you would see them dip and the dip would look long and then they would catch that, it and their arms are always bent. That's how mine felt. Yeah. Like no my one, legs felt really strong, but my jerk dip felt like so wobbly that I had nothing. Yeah. The timing looked so it bad. Was, it was wild. And, you know, we started the event. Andrew goes out there. No rep. We got two <laughs> no reps on the first one. So that was a good way to start oh, that one. On a, first, on, first on, a, on a clean because I think he didn't stand his hips up because it's hand clean. Yeah. Right, guys, we talked about that in class, right? You, you hang clean, you have to stand up tall, then you can proceed into it. And he didn't stand up 
tall enough, I guess. Gotcha. And then he had one where his elbows didn't pass through. So no two way. no reps, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was just fun. It was sunny. You got to wear my sunglasses. It was loud. You had a good lift, too. Good lift. It wasn't huge expectations. Um, eight minutes went by fast. Um, and then really, that was the last time we wore our, our Savage Barbell stuff. Started everything new. And then we were happy with the nightcap after that. What was that event? End of day two? End of day two, which was f- five or six hours after the bar. So now I've woken up and I did five lifts. No, well, I would have hit like eight reps, four hand cleans, five hand cleans, five front squats, 10 lifts. And then you have to wait five hours. And then you have this partner chipper um, that was pretty quick anyway. So like the volume isn't high, like we weren't getting that much work in. So it's something to, to know too, but it was, uh, this is a funny story. It was 50 sandbag cleans just to your shoulder with 150. Then it was, what, 50 burpee box jump overs, 36-inch box, 10 rope climbs without legs, 10 with legs, then 50 box jump overs, and then we ended with 50 kettlebell snatches or shoulder um, clean and jerks with the 62 pounds, which is in between the red and green here. Um, we had a good game plan going, and energy was high. Um, we had folks, Jade and Maria were there cheering on, which which means a lot, you know, when you're there and people are loud when you introduce your team. That was an exciting event. Lots going on. We had a really good game plan. Uh, Andrew's really good at rope climbs, so he did five legless rope climbs in a row. To start? Yeah. Wow. Just as fast as everyone else. I went out and did one. I think Scott did two, and then Andrew finished it up. Um, so looking back on it, I think I could have done more rope climbs. Just a little bit too conservative there. So that was what I wouldn't like. Um, our sandbag cleans, we actually didn't do enough reps. And the judge just said, go. So that's another thing. Like if the judge says, go, go with it. So we were like 10 in front. You have to. But then other teams somehow caught us. So I don't know if the counting was off other place or we going too slow, but we go out to burpee box jumps. I ended up doing 25 or 26 reps out of the 50. Uh, but when I thought I was done at 50, I went to like go tag out my partner and the judge goes, you have five more. So then you have five more that adds time, which... Ended up being the case. We didn't. You gotta be able to count (laughs) as a judge. The judge was not counting right. There was two for two. So you don't know what's going on. We go out to legless rope climbs. We're kind of staying with the other teams. Uh, We go to rope climbs. Teams ended up being faster than us. Scott ends up doing two more rope climbs than he has to, and that puts you back quite a a long time. Mm -hmm. It's a long. But remember, we only had to do ten last bag true so everything's like making up for it and then we go to 50 box jump overs um 36 inch box a long box is pretty tough and then we ended with the kettlebells and when we get to the kettlebells i do andrew does 10 scott or i do 10 scott does 10 andrew goes out and does nine and the judge says that we're almost done has the hand up in the air so we do 39 of the whatever and, oh my goodness. Yeah. But gives us a different score. Gives us a score like we were almost done. Huh. So the the counting was all over the place on that. But I think it was for other teams too. And I, I it's nothing against the judges. They have to like work all day with different divisions. <laughs> with loud music. Yeah. With loud music and like probably angry people. Angry people that are not like we didn't say anything to them. Uh you have to be respectful to your judges. That's something you gotta learn. Um but it's just like on that takeaway, it was like, be ready for the unexpected. It sucked because you didn't know how many we were going to be at. And like, you're like, okay, what's going on? And 
I don't know. Yeah, Performance-wise on that, I was happy with it. I wish I would have done more rope climbs because I was comp- competent too. But going into it, Andrew's so good at it and limit transitions. Because it was a pretty deep transition. You had to jump over the box. Yeah. So, yeah. That, Other... is, that is the benefit to team. If you have somebody who is like yeah. insanely good at one thing, like what if it was like 50 muscle-ups instead of rope climbs? Like you would have him do a lot of muscle-ups. Same thing. Like if he's really good at that, might as well. We had that at the end. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, and that's what he is. He's really fast him. And he's not, he's comfortable with them. Maybe a little bit more than me. Not that I'm not anymore, but. And that's how, got really fast at burpee box jumps. And box jumps. So that's how we split it up. And that, I'm really happy with my kettlebell snatches because those are pretty hard for me. And I'm, I was fast with them. And But then the sand, it's just such a evolution of CrossFit because in 2017, I had sandbag cleans for 10 and that killed me. And I came back. I'm like, that was embarrassing. Got to get better. Started training. It got better with it. Now you're at Wadapalooza and it's 10 reps, touch and go to the shoulder with the bag and guys are doing and it fast. so fast yeah. and girls are doing it. So like, it's, it's just crazy. So it makes you better. It's just evolving. So I have to adapt to being able to do this way faster than I ever have, uh, which is nice, but yeah, I mean, five years from now, is that a 200 pound bag? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like, even, because why well, you can't use a 150 cause guys can do 30 in a row. And yeah. It's like well, everyone can even like just describing the events. It's like, everything's amped up a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, not a 24 inch box it's a 36 inch yeah. box it's legless versus with feet it's yeah. you know really heavy barbell with a short box so it's like yeah you're right the evolution of things is definitely trending and let's like bordering on like pushing the limit of maybe not safety but like people are just they just got to figure it out yeah. and like the good guys will be able to figure it out and then that just becomes the standard yeah and it's interesting and other divisions had the same stuff. The, uh, the other divisions just didn't have legless or that lighter um, movements. But that was a fun night. The stage was right by the water. So right in front of... It was uh, a good stream, too. You could actually see okay. like everything. So that's good. It was a good event to watch. Yeah, we that, we some people said streams were poor. We haven't so. talked about that yet. That was the first event that I could actually see your team. And that they like clearly said, like, team... And the like your team is in this lane and you're like, oh, I can, it was from far you can, you can out, but, I'm like, see but I'm yeah. like, oh, I see them moving. And like, that's him. Yeah. Like I've seen him do that movement before. Like, that's how it looks in that. Yeah. From us here, that was frustrating because it was like day one, not only am I getting home and I'm scrolling to like an eight hour feed being like trying to buffer, like when, <laughs> like yeah. when were, when were you guys supposed to go? And that's like, okay, I finally found it. Now I'm going to sit and watch it, and then the event's over, and I didn't even get to see they the just person I Rich, wanted they to just watch. Kept, honestly, they just showed Rich Froning for the entire first event. That's all they did. So that to me, that's kind of disappointing because, like, other teams are doing great, too. too. And, and not just us. Like, Yeah. Well, so, so they're in the lead. I'm like, all right, show the person in the lead, pan over once in a while. They never panned. They get done, and they just show them high-fiving, clapping, their shirts are off. Don't That's Luke Parker else. from The Bachelor, though. Yeah, he is from The Bachelor. So, <laughs> And I gave him nucks. But but they finish, and there's like eight minutes left, and they just show them, and they just go, oh, Rich is so good. Uh, he's, you know, Which, well, I mean, little... I mean, <laughs> it's a... Yeah. It's funny. He's, I mean, it, it's, it's frustrating, but it's also, like, it is, in my opinion, I think it's disrespectful to all the athletes that are there and the people watching them because... Our people who are watching want to see you because, like, you're the IST's, like, 
whatever. Like, yeah, or strong, any other you know, team, you know right? I mean? yeah, yeah, so it's like every, else. yeah, so it's like every gym has their person that they want to watch, and you guys paid money to go there, and like you, it's like I don't show, know show show the team show the people change it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it kind of like it's like the Olympics. You're watching like cross country skiing. They're probably going to show the top pack and yeah. just a little bit. It's, See, I was fine with them showing them in the lead for most of the time, but then once they finished, I was like, all right, are they going to go somewhere else? Yeah, like there could be a race. And they just yeah. kept. Yeah. There's like Rich is looking strong today. So yeah, it's I don't know. it's. But I mean, side note, I'm meeting and talking to Rich now for like the third time. He's, you know, the biggest probably name in the sport. Him and Fraser now. Yeah. Fraser. Really humble guy. Uh, every time I saw him, took the time to take pictures with people. Um, he was nice, funny, always gave me knocks, like giving everyone knocks. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I think ju- just a great guy. It's nice to see that. From my view, maybe other people have had different experiences, but um, it's cool to see see that someone who will take the time and because everyone's asking them for pictures, but not be sick of that. They had their whole may they had their whole mayhem um, team. Video, videographers there and like a lot of these people had videographers and bloggers with them it was pretty wild hmm. so that and then that was event four that night we actually got kind of like we got some reservations into a really nice um, italian place in our hotel which didn't think we'd get we call there at 8 45 like yeah you can come in 15 minutes so we're, eat, we're eating at nine we always ate late because our events got done late yeah but we wanted to have a lot of meals we went in there looking like scrubs compared to everyone there wearing suits and stuff. So that was kind of funny, especially when you're in the middle of the in restaurant. You're like a workout gear. I was in like, I thought I looked decent and I like wore my winter hat to be kind of like trendy and stuff in Miami and cool. <laughs> and I walk in, I take one step and there's like want like expensive wine and like there's a, so many waiters, like that kind of restaurant. I just take my hat off, like put it in my pocket, <laughs> walk with my tails between my legs and then sit down. And But that was kind of cool that we had a really good dinner and I think set us up well for the run swim run which was a row swim run which was event five that was earlier in the day right yeah noon yep how hot it was a non-factor oh that's good yeah it just really wasn't that hot all weekend it's 70 to 80 maybe a little humid so it's really perfect um and there's a salt rower which we don't have here a different how rower. Many do you want should we get some i think we just go to a salt rower there's no damper there's no okay. damper controversy. Okay. It sits there. It's at like a, it's at a three to five feel damper, which is fantastic. Um, and yeah, it was, it just felt like, imagine getting distance on the, the salt bike versus the road bike or how that, how that feels. It's kind of that the comparison, fan difference, the yeah. fan difference, but it's more comfortable. It's it a little bigger, bit bigger. The handle's bigger. huge. And the full, the th- monitor doesn't yeah. fold. <laughs> the monitor doesn't fold. The monitor's fold. fixed. It's, it's cumbersome. Yeah. But it's a good monitor. Lots of different numbers. Um, it has the um, per 500 split and calorie split on the same screen. So you don't have to switch. Did you do that barefoot? I saw some people barefoot. No, shoes. There's You could take off the shoes right before you swam. So we got done to that. We're halfway. We're probably middle of the pack. There was a 100 meter transition from the rower to the dock where you jump in. So you take your shoes off. On was that way. chaos? It looked bad on the stream for some. It was like a pile of people. Kind there. of. You just get in. I didn't dive in because I didn't want my goggles to go. And then I jumped in and had a good swim i just neck was a little bit sore after the swim from not <laughs> dump not digging not dig, i was just sighting the whole time yeah uh <laughs> but sighting meaning knowing where the buoys are you had to swim around a couple buoys and people aren't great at that they go out too wide and then they they lose time and i was just aiming right for the buoy just try to swim right under it so that was good got over compared, compared to the pool how did that swim feel uh bad yeah 
Even though it's salt water. Even though, like, I was rowing at a 148 to 140. Got better each time. I wasn't really gassed, but you get in, it's just that shock. It's like, I got to get, I got to go, I got to go, and just couldn't relax enough. But you get thrashed by waves, or not really. Yep. Kicked. Waves were pretty bad. Got kicked in the arm a couple times. Meaning I was catching up to people. So I had to, uh, I went over my buddy Vinny. I got through past. Little Vinny Petita? <laughs> I got past Vinny. I told I him I was going to get him. Yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, so okay, that was nice. And then he you get. the shirt off and it's just a sweater. You get to the treadmill. The f- Basically there was two treadmills and two rowers. So you had to accumulate 3,000 meters on both rowers before you could swim. So you have three teammates. You just, we just did two minutes of work, one minute of rest the whole time. That was perfect. One thing I noticed. So you guys are on the runners. When you got off, you had to like zip around. Yeah. Like 100 meters or 70 meters. So so the rowers started. Oh, okay. Our so rowers started out. closer. So it evens out. It evened out there. Because um, I saw you guys actually got off the treadmill before another, another team. team but they were in lane one. But they just stepped over. <laughs> they just walked right over. So that sucked. Um, but you get to the treadmill. Scott was the first out of the water. So he could accumulate and start his 2,400 meters on one of the treadmills. When the other treadmill was zero, like it was waiting for me to get there. So when I got there, I started sprinting. And we were doing well, and then Andrew comes in, tags out, and then we're just going back and forth. You and Scott are probably some of the better runners in CrossFit. Yep. Andrew did great on that one running. I mean, we were doing 17 to, at the end, I was 26 kilometers an hour sprinting. Nice. Barefoot running, so you're striking balls of your feet. Stro- or, uh, stride length is a little shorter, I thought, for me, but I thought it was pretty comfortable. But they had one line of tape on the thing, and that if you hit that with, the, with that stride foot and that plant foot, it felt like you're gonna slip. Oh, that's okay. And we were going out at whenever we felt tired, we just went out. So we finished thirteenth. Uh, that was solid. Other teams have basically, if you have two really good swimmers, they get out of the water first. They accumulate meters. We had one really good swimmer, two average swimmers. So that's where we finished yep. above average. Yep, makes sense. So uh, after that, there was actually not much of a rest, which was good. And then we did. What do we do that night? Oh, overhead squat. Five rounds of overhead squat, synchronized, and 30 handstand push-ups. And then five rounds of, um, what was it, 30 totering and 15 overhead squats. And someone had to hold a handstand while doing one of the exercises. Hold a handstand while the person's totering, and then hold a hold from the rings as you were handstand pushing. Yeah. And so Scott had hurt his wrist trying to be, trying to like practice the touch and go sandbag. So he couldn't hold a bar over 115 overhead in a good grip. So he could only do the 115 bar and he couldn't do any handstand push-ups. Yeah. So you ended up doing most. So Andrew and I did the whole first part, which was fine. We went on a good, I thought we did great with pacing. Uh, I think our last round slowed up a little bit, but I was 185 bar. Basically you had to synchronize with two different size bars. He was at, I, Andrew was 205. I was 185. Sure. Really. And I felt really good on that one. Did a lot, did a hundred handstand pushups, but it's just, we had two people moving on that. Other teams had three and that just cost us. That would probably would have been a really good event with all three healthy. Yeah. 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 And that Scott did all he could. He went for the back half of it. He did all the rounds. He said he was doing handstand on his knuckles. He was doing knuckle handstand holds and toe to ring. I mean, that's, that happens. You got to do it. And so you get to toe to ring and that's another thing. Like the rings hang from a higher rig. So the strap's longer. So you're flying around a little bit more on toe to ring. And that actually got me. In the warm-up area, I'm like, these are so easy kind of thing. Because like, it was the low rings? Kind of. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is simple. And you get out there, and it was just a little bit harder. And so, But Funny. I guess back to warm-ups, the, like, because of the time between warm-up and going, 
I really didn't take that big of a priority in warm up. There was really no point. Yeah. Warm your shoulders up, know that you can do the movements and then just like keep warm mentally, I guess. Yeah. It's really weird. Like you don't want to go, I, not, not, even, not many people went with crazy warm ups. The best athletes in the world that you'd think are just like their most elite. Like I didn't see Rich warming up really anything. Yeah. Literally, he's just <laughs> sitting there and then he pr- practices the bag, does some barbell, and that's okay. I feel good. Yeah. Because you're going to sit for 30 minutes anyway. Knowing how to work out cold and being healthy uh, is really big there. So, disappointing last or sixth event on that third day just because we, we knew we could have done better if we were healthy. Yeah. We probably would have been a top 15, I think. I think we're 23rd. And did you know all the workouts coming into this? No. Okay. Yeah. Every single one? Except for the, la- uh, the last one. Okay. We learned that the last day. And, like, so the athlete briefs were just a mess. They were so long. So early in the morning, you have to get briefed on these workouts and they took 45 minutes to brief two workouts because people are asking questions. They got to go through movement standards. Um, you had 210 people there. And at the end of the day, they're going over it again when you get corralled. So yeah, it, it makes for a long day mentally more so than physically because the volume of work, you're training, going up to the competition, you should have done that much yeah. probably in the team. So, all right. Day four then. Day four. How are you feeling? Are you sore yet? No. Nothing. Well, my ankles are still sore from the jump rope. Okay. Jump rope, oh. the high box jumps, the running, I guess. That the other guys, just the wrist? Wrist was bad. Andrew was was healthy and we went in with this Dale workout, but they pronounced it Dale because it's Miami and like, like Pitbull would say it, oh, I, I guess. Thought it, I, everyone thought it was Dale. <laughs> so, so I just like it called Dale anyways, but people were saying Dale. Um <laughs> And so we're ready to go. We're supposed to go at noon. Three-hour tornado delay and rain delay. So sitting up there watching the football, really bored and at this like disinterested. And then we get an email like we're just everyone's waiting for emails. Yeah. Because the communication I think for every division wasn't great, and they already admitted they sent an email out about they're going to do better next year, but we just didn't know. So you're sitting. You can imagine yourself. You're supposed to work out. You're sitting there not knowing if it, it might even happen because if it keeps raining, they're just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Four o'clock, they're like, you need to get back because we're going at 5 p.m. The floor's wet. We're supposed to be doing change of direction running, sandbag carries and handstand walks. We get there, and then there's there's up, kind of like an uproar, uprising of people not wanting to do the workout because of them being scared they're going to hurt a knee on the change of direction. So the, the director of Loud and Live comes out. He talks to all of us, and then we, we're all in a big circle listening and he's like i don't want to put you guys in harm's way so like we can just not do it or we can try to edit it what do you guys want to do who doesn't want to do the workout it's this kind of like talking yeah so they 210 people yeah they eventually like make a new workout with 20 burpees over the line which was way easier i think than the 100 foot shuttle run um yeah and then they changed it we didn't know the workout the judges didn't know the workout really at all our judge didn't because we, we, if you watch the stream, it was apparent. Like, you yes, could, everyone was doing different things. So, right, you warm up for sand, wet, you're using wet sandbags in the, in the front. There's no <laughs> flat ground to, to handstand walk. So, it's just you're not even really warming up. Yeah. So, you go out there cold, you're doing a sprint workout. And uh, yeah, we get to the judge. I'm like, where do we do our line facing burpees? She goes, didn't you get briefed? 30 seconds before, they're like, 30 seconds, athletes. I'm like, no, like, what's one? And she didn't know the answer. And couldn't like say, hey, what's the answer? Yeah. So that cost us a little bit of time and 
the sandbag was like harder than our softer bags. So was a little bit harder to pick up. Wasn't any heavier to carry. Carrying was easy. So uh, I think little things in that workout cost us seconds and that cost us. Because it's a sprint. It's a sprint. Yeah. So like I missed the bag the one time because it slipped out in front and then carried it. And yeah, that one was just kind of like a mess. I didn't love the workout. It was another sprint power based workout. I watched... I watched the individuals do it too, and some of the people. So you had to set the sandbag down when you got there, yep, and pick it up, which takes like five seconds. Which they didn't tell us. And some people didn't do it, and yeah. some people did. So it was like some people were way ahead, and then they're on different lines. It was. It looked like chaos. Yes, yeah, so, like, and if you get no rep, like you're at the wrong line. Like you, like where do I put my hands when I'm handstand walking? Yep. There's so many lines. Like the judge doesn't know. Yep. And that costs you five feet if you're in the wrong line. So like. Didn't love the workout because of that. And it was elimination style. We didn't make the next round. But got to meet Dan Bailey. That's so. uh, my <laughs> guy. Your <laughs> hero. Apparently that's my guy. So that's event seven. It's seven, six o'clock at night. Six o'clock. And then we still have to do event eight. So you go back. Andrew had a tons of Skittles. There was no time to go get Gatorade. So we <laughs> hammered Skittles and like hydrogen five water or whatever it was. You didn't use the spray? Um, spray? I spray sodium sprayed my mouth and then <laughs> we warmed up for clean and jerks and I'm like, all right, we, we have this. The worm. The last workout was 55 ring muscle ups and then 30 ring or uh, worm clean and jerks with that 300 pound bag, um, which I didn't think was a very exciting workout to finish. No. Didn't love it. The, you'd think 55 is a lot, but when you're at that point, everyone can do 15 to 20. So there's no separator. Like at Granite Games, we did 75, which yeah. is more of a separator. Yeah. So this point we went out, the plan was Andrew was going to do 25. I was going to do 15. Scott was going to do 15. Um, Andrew goes out, he's looking decent. He gets to 12 and starts swinging all over. So he's just hanging there. So he comes out, I go out, get my 15 or whatever. Scott gets 15 and then Andrew comes back and does nine pretty fast, but we're still behind. Yeah. Cause people are so fast. Yeah. Like, so everyone can do it. It doesn't matter. I just. Just like that. doing that one, like each guy does one set and then you move on. That's all it was. 20, 20, 15 or yep. whatever. Yeah. That's wild. So then you get to the, the bag again, a, a bad briefing. You're supposed to move. We were briefed. You have to move the bag every six reps. So we're, we do six clean and jerks. We're standing there. The guy's like four more. So we're wasting time with it on our shoulder. Cause you have to move it every 10 reps, I guess. Now that's what they changed it to. Um, and then it, that thing just kind of ate us up. I think personally it ate me up. Couldn't move it as fast. A little inefficient on one side. and We didn't do bad, but other, everyone was just faster. And everyone was in the same 10 reps to finish, so you didn't know what was happening. Mm -hmm. So bad as a spectator. And, and that was the weekend. <laughs> Overall, I'd give our performance like a C, maybe. But, I mean, just a limited practice. We're all good athletes. It was just stuff. So. I didn't feel tough. It wasn't tough physically, I didn't think. But Did you have a favorite part of the entire weekend, not just the workouts? Um, it was it was fun to be with people I didn't know as well and just hang out and laugh. And, um, you know, we went for good dinners. Three of, the, three of the nights had a steak dinner at the steakhouse in the Intercontinental, which was cool. Went to a really nice sushi Asian place on Sunday night. Um I thought that was awesome. I think exercise-wise, it was fun to do things like the flip sled that maybe I wouldn't have been able to do two years ago. Mm. Um, but there's just so much going on, right? I, I think takeaway is every comp, like 
the game day competitions, even the regionals, uh, the granite games, there's less stimulation. It's not as loud. There's not as many people. You get to Wadapalooza and it's like a fitness festival. And like there's 80 vendors. There's so many fans. You have to walk by the fans. The ground's wet. It's loud. There's no place to eat and get away. So it's just like overstimulating, I think. And you got to be ready for that. And it's not a complaint. Especially for four days in a row. Four days in a row. Not able to really relax. I I do think competing with that many people watching you was cool again. Because it's been since Mayhem Classic that I've done that. Um, I don't think... I don't think it'll top Nashville because there was that regionals. There were so many people. Yeah. You remember that one? Like mm-hmm. that was so, so many people <laughs> watching it. And that was like fun. But this time you're like, it's louder music and lights and people are screaming. So I think just being in the front of that many people was cool, but being around them when you're not competing was a little more hectic for me. So tough to relax. And just kind it's of... just tough to relax. You're trying yeah. to eat mm-hmm. after like the one day I tried to get something from the little vendor and like I'm sitting there it's like songs I like, like songs on my new playlist, but they're so loud. Yeah. Like so loud. Constantly. Right? Constantly. Yeah. And like tons of people around you and, and they're all fired up because they're not competing. They don't care. <laughs> That's hard because you're, you're trying to unwind and then get ready for the next event, but you're just stuck. Yeah. stuck so you just top. have to go into that. The more you do it, you know that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Would you change anything about the event? Workouts, communication. Communication, just just train the bag in different spots. Um, be a little bit more confident with myself on something like rope climbs. It's like, no, I'm going to stay out there and do three legless mm. instead of changing like I could have done that. Um, no, I, I mean, I was pretty happy with that. I think we just could have communicated better. And at the end of the day, we just got beat. Teams are better and you got to live with that. and That's part of it. But the evolution of the sport is crazy. Um, so... But I do think the programming might have been a little bit biased towards the power teams because the team of three at Granite Games, like we didn't have the strongest, most powerful team, but we ended up finishing sixth. Mm-hmm. Good teamwork, but they're also events that weren't all power-based. Yeah. Like the obstacle course. Our worst event at Granite Games was the max clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the one heavy thing. Yeah. Which is so, funny. Um but again, they're you got to put yourself in their shoes. They have to they can't have super long workouts because they have so many competitors. They have adaptive divisions, masters divisions, so they got to be able to like flow through it. Um so kind of that that's what to expect. Go there. It's going to be loud, it's going to be a lot of bright lights, potentially miscommunication, shorter more power-based workouts, and that's fine. It's so. good to expect that though if you go there and think everything's going to be perfect and Yes. Get your cage rattled and that's something even in here like a lot of us we we we're just comfortable with with our little for me it's my bar or your spot in the gym your area your area your floor like if you want to compete you got to be used to doing other things like you the stubby bar was my first year doing it the granite game sucked yeah but i, I kind of know what to expect now and yeah i like doing a lift in perfect conditions but now you're uh about to get hit in the back of the leg by a flip sled yeah, but you're like in here and you're annoyed that someone walked by you. Yeah, you're like you're you're just so you're so comfortable with your own warm-ups and your warm-up area. Now you go to a bar. I'm not the strongest guy. There's three barbells in the warm-up area. There's 40 guys like of the, some of the strongest people and their jumps on the bar are not the jumps I would take. No. Right? If I'm going to do clean and jerk, right? Even if I'm going to clean and jerk with Joe, our, ours are going to be different. But we have bars. We can do that. I go from 225 to 245. 
Guys are going 225 to 270. Warm-ups are always hilarious, too. Like, sometimes guys are going heavier than what's out there. I don't know if that happened there. That didn't quite happen. That's good. In some of the lesser divisions they did, You do, to learn from what Alex said, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but and I think you just don't need to do as much in warm-up with the bar. Then maybe you think. I think that's my opinion, especially in a warm climate. A lot of it's just mentally knowing how to address workouts, how the workout's going to flow. I think that's as important as anything. That was one takeaway too. Yeah. Like, how am I going to move to it? What's the transition going to be? Just kind of visualize as cliche as that sounds. You just need to be able to visualize stuff. So, so Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah. Do you ask for investment advice? No, I just talk basketball very slowly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's into that too. Well, he owns the team. <laughs> he owns the Mavericks. You tell him you like Shark Tank. I didn't. I didn't say anything. Because hey, ever, everyone Tank. would say, everyone Tank. would say that to him. That would have been funny. Hey, you're the guy from Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, you're the guy. So, I think I think it's a, it was a, a cool experience. My third time being there. I think this were the most people I've ever seen. Hmm. Uh, which was which was is it because they had more competitors, more divisions. Yeah, just, but just like fans do, yeah. which is awesome for the sport. Yeah, there's it's great. It's great to see that. Um, I guess one note on the run, swim, run. So every division has to do it, right? And we get like the better times for run, swim, run, which was like two or three or noon or whatever. The divisions have to go at night. In the dark. In the dark with no lights on the water. Oh my goodness. That's so dangerous. The last day, it almost got can- the last part got canceled because. Team of three, I think intermediate, RX females are going. And they get in the water. They jump in. The one team doesn't have a third person on, that got there to the treadmill. Oh. So they're like, where? where's the person? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, they, they, shut, like they shut it down. The Coast Guard comes in, shuts the rest of the heats down. They're looking for the person. They've got scuba divers there. I'm laughing now because nothing happened. But um, the person ended up just not wanting to swim, I guess. And was just fed up and got out on the rocks and didn't tell anyone. Oh. So they canceled it all. <laughs> no Because way. of that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, that happened. Well, I mean, that's... People, that's, people that's, are like, someone drowned. They're looking for the person. That's best outcome. Because yes. if that could have been... But that would be another, like, variable if you have to get in the water and have to swim in the dark. Or a manatee or a shark. Like, come <laughs> on. Manatees. <laughs> manatees gonna get there you. were manatees. Manatees. Are... You might be able to outswim a manatee. Right? <laughs> they bite you, though. Uh, <laughs> They're sea cows. They eat grass. <laughs> I've seen one. But yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, People pay money to swim yeah. with those, Trey. I think takeaway... It's not going to eat you. <laughs> the three things we've talked about, nutrition. Um, I'm someone who likes lots of carbs and readily, readily available carbs and fruits. Have that ready. Um, Warm-up area, know you're not going to have... You're going to cool off before you start. So be mentally ready for that. And then just try to leave it out of the judge's hands. Because... Sometimes it is different. Don't get frustrated. You have to keep going and just know that that stuff happens. That's part of it. So Don't think the judge doesn't like you either. Yes. They're probably just doing their best. They're doing their best. They're volunteers. They just worked eight hours of judging all different divisions. They probably didn't get to eat. No. They got noble shoes. Okay. Well, can't eat so. those. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Hopefully we have more of these recaps to come. Maybe with some semifinals and... Stuff like that. Chris's big, big uh, competitions. competitions. Yeah. Iron yeah. Viking coming up. Yeah. Oh, you're bodybuilding again. Yeah. Just started. <laughs> you can't tell. But maybe we'll get another team of three next year. Miami. Maybe we'll make an IST team. That'd be fun. I think we would uh, do great. 
tree outs uh, posted next week. If you're wondering, the what? The tree outs. You gonna be at the tree outs for the team of three? Tryouts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, uh, guys. That's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that was long. Thanks.